Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) I'm so corny. Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, selfcareirl.com to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems that I have curated just for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. The holiday seasons can be really weird for a lot of us. And to be honest, it is probably the worst time of year for me with my birthday on November the 4th, happy belated birthday, um, things get a lot tricky for my mental space. And really it's about four to five, it's kind of half the year, if I'm honest, really, because you have my birthday in November and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then my mom's birthday is in January. Um, So it's a weird mental space for me during the holiday seasons. And then my mother's anniversary is in April. So then it kind of drums back up again in April. Like, so it, it's just a really weird time for me. And even with the book that I've written, all of my teachings, you know, choosing gratitude over grief, I can't be the only person taking credit, right? These past eight years without my mom have been really tough, but my tribe has held me and my very fragile mental space down. Like they have held me really close in some of my very, very, very dark moments. Right. Um, but, but in the beginning, even my tribe was really confused on how to support me in my grief. Like if you have never lost a parent, it's really, it's really uncharted waters as they would say. And honestly, if you've, I'll take it back. If you have never lost a parent and grieved in a healthy way, it's really hard for you to support someone during this time. But with a lot of communication um, and patience and compassion and and honesty, um, I was able to get my people, my, my tribe, my loved ones to really understand how to support me. When someone close to you experiences a loss, it's going to affect you, period. And We often want to be a resource of love and support during the grieving process, but we may be unsure of what to do, right? Um, And so skillful support can ease the burden on family members and friends who are grieving. So here are 13 secrets to supporting someone who is grieving. 
you can practice these techniques often so you'll be prepared to help them in their time of need. First, let's talk about the short-term strategies that you can use. So it is natural for people who are grieving to feel extremely overwhelmed at first, like extremely. To this day, 2013 is a complete blur for me. No matter how many pictures I see from the year, I just don't remember a thing about that year. And honestly, I don't remember much about 2012 either. My mom's health declined so quickly. I just, I didn't know how to fully process it that first year. Like things just happened so abruptly. And then she passed and I was literally a whole zombie for 12 months, just going through the motions of life. Like life is just happening for me. But for my friends and family who manage to get through to me during that time, I still to this day very much appreciate them for being there, even if it wasn't effective or even if they didn't feel like they were being effective during that time. So the first thing you want to do is reach out, however that looks for you, text message, email, calling, sending a card, whatever, start the communication. You might even be tempted to pull away just in case, you know, you say something wrong or you do something wrong or something inappropriate, whatever. Um, or you might even be suppressing your own unresolved grief and think, well, maybe I'll wait, you know, till things calm down. Trust me when I say this, the thoughts of guilt, the pain of the loss and the void of love, those things never calm down for us. So do the best you can and deal with your discomfort because one, first of all, is yours, but do the best you can to deal with your discomfort because any efforts that you make will be extremely comforting to that person. The second short-term strategy is just keep it simple. Sincerity will always matter more than being profound. And we really do understand how busy we all are. So There's no need to think that you need a significant amount of time to be supportive, especially in the beginning. A really brief, you're in my thoughts, hope you're managing well kind of text, or even a store-bought card, um, a sympathy card that you send to them will be really appreciative. Number three, divide funeral responsibilities. This is especially true if you're really close to the person who is grieving. Try to be as proactive as you can and help with necessary arrangements. The last thing that I wanted to do was to call other family members and my friends to tell them that my mom had passed. It seemed a little weird to put it on Facebook, but I understand why people do. And the text messages, it just was too many. So if you can offer to manage that headache for them, my God bless you. You can also offer to draft the obituary. I definitely didn't want to write it. My cousin ended up writing my mom's obituary, but with their help or someone else in the family, you can offer to draft up the obituary. And that again is just a headache that they don't have to deal with. My fourth short-term strategy is really like 3A, (laughs) Um, but offer assistance. And in any way, don't send or, or say, I'm here if you need me, let me know. First of all, I don't know what I need. I I just don't. In the moment, again, I am so overwhelmed with grief and the tasks 
that death bring on is just an overwhelming experience. So I have no idea how to tell you how to help me in that moment, right? And second, let's really stop putting the burden on the person you're aiming to help. Be a friend, right? Who's all hands on deck, putting out those fires, putting out those fires. I can't talk today. But be the friend who is putting out those fires, watering the flowers and keeping me calm by any means necessary. And even if you don't know the person that well, but still want to help, offer to send a cleaning service over or offer to take care of their pets, you know, pets need to be fed, walked, you know, that's just one thing that they might forget to do or might not have time to do. Think about the everyday tasks that a person who is grieving or just people in general have to do that you could do for them that would make their day much smoother. This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Ladies, the holidays came early, not only for you, but also for the man in your life, thanks to Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has advanced skin-safe technology and it's waterproof. Their hygiene bundle also comes with a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxers that'll keep his treasure feeling fresh all day. The perfect package for his perfect package. Every guy has Manscaped on their wish list, so get him products he'll actually use this holiday season. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SELFCARE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use SELFCARE. Get your man a gift that you'll both enjoy, the gift of Manscaped. Okay, so now let's talk about long-term strategies. By now, we all are very aware that the grieving process continues long after the funeral is over. The hardest part for someone who is grieving is learning how to exist in a healthy way after the storm of death quiets and you are now left with all of your bad feelings, your your guilt, your resentment, your abandonment, every bad feeling you have is is heightened once the business of death is complete. When you are grieving, your mental space is so loud and dark and just it it feels epic in in the worst way. It's it's scary. As their friend, I need you to be patient with them as they work through their feelings. Consider using these supportive ideas as the time goes on in their grieving process. Remember the milestones. Like I shared in the beginning, the milestones that trigger me the most are my birthday, my mom's birthday, winter holidays, and her anniversary in April. So for anyone grieving, special occasions are going to stir up strong memories, uh, strong feelings of loss. So try to make a note of these dates and then be present. You can gather up their friends, your friends and families and take them out to lunch or dinner. Early in my grieving, a good friend, a good, good girlfriend of mine suggested that we do a fundraiser in honor of my mom. Now, at the time I was like a fundraiser. I can't plan a fundraiser. Like that's just a, a heavy lift. 
But instead, we decided to participate in the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night Walk. And when I tell you, it was the, like I cried, obviously, but it was the most fun I had had while honoring my mother. Um, It was a walk in New York around a park and they had, you know, the lantern lights. Um, I even sent in my mom's picture. So her picture was you know, uh, blasted every 30 minutes or so, um, which also is very uh, fulfilling because it's almost like, again, you're honoring the love person. All of the people that are there get to see the person that you love. Um, And it just, it was just a beautiful experience. And that experience turned into a now tradition for us. So we always do something on my mom's birthday and on her angelversary. And by making these new traditions, not only did it bring joy on a hard day, but it also just supports the idea of choosing gratitude over grief. Like in those times, those are times where you need to be reminded that every moment is special, not just that that time with your mom, but every moment of the day is special for you. So remembering the milestones for the for your person, remembering to help them celebrate. Even if they say, you know, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit on the couch. They're going to remember the times where you offered support. And that's what is most Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline disheartening when someone we think will be there for us isn't there for us even if even if the case is you know your friend doesn't have the capacity to be there for you or they're also dealing with things like it 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 takes nothing right for you to set aside a moment just a moment to say to your friend you know your mom's birthday is coming up and maybe we should go to lunch you want to go to lunch Or, you you know, like it's, again, it's going back to that first very short term strategy. Keep it simple. It doesn't have to be this elaborate thing. Now, of course, us planning a fundraiser was very elaborate for my good girlfriend to suggest. And I then said, oh, that's a little, you know, a little above my pay grade, but let's do this instead. And so even in that suggestion, it still sparked my mind to think about, okay, so I can't do a fundraiser, but what else could I do to honor my mom. So again, it really is about keeping it simple and just being supportive for them. There's something about the holiday season that makes me very obsessed with good sense. So when I found out that Native has new seasonal scents, I was beyond excited. Native deodorant is formulated with ingredients that you've actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. Native deodorant also never uses aluminum, parabens, or sulfates. It's also really good for the planet with 100% paperboard packaging. Plus, they are vegan and they never test on animals. With classics and rotating seasonals, Native has a deodorant scent for everyone, including their new holiday-inspired collection, Candy Cane, 
sugar cookie, and fresh mistletoe. Personally, I'm a fresh mistletoe kind of girl. You might be a sugar cookie, who knows? Keep the sense of the season with you with Native's limited time holiday scented deodorants. Go to nativedeodorant.com and use the code SELFCARE to get 20% off your first purchase at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, code SELFCARE for 20% off. nativedeodorant.com, code SELFCARE. My second long-term strategy for you is probably something that you can implement in general, not just with your friends who are grieving, and that is listen closely. This is not the time to share your story, unless asked, of course. The most important part of you that you can offer to someone else who's grieving or otherwise is your ears. Talking is such an important part of healing, but we often feel crippled with burden. So we just keep it inside. We just keep quiet. So if you can get a person to break the silence in their grief, it's time for you to be quiet and listen with the intent of gathering information and not with the intent to respond. Give your time and attention to each moment you have with them so that they can tell their story. One of my early memories um, is calling my best friend in the middle of a complete and really wild breakdown. I was in the bathroom, you know, doing bathroom business. um, And somehow I just got deep in my feelings, just, you know, in thinking about my mom and what was next. I was living in New York and, you know, just, just life was hitting me. And so I drifted really quickly into a full-on bubble snot cry. I mean, uncontrollably, I could barely breathe. Um, I couldn't speak. I got scared. I was like hyperventilating. I'm having this like mini panic attack in the bathroom. I'm home alone. So I dialed my best friend's number. I let it ring. And I intended, I really did intend to say all the things that were on my mind, right? Like, why? did God take my mom? Of all the moms in the world, you had to come get mine. Like, why? What for? (laughs) Why couldn't I have just a few more years with her? Like, you couldn't have waited until she was 60 or 70 or 80 or 100. You know, all of these things, all these questions are going through my mind. You know, um, all the things I didn't get to say, this and that. But instead, I couldn't get all that out. Instead, all you heard on the phone were my thug tears, deep and big, just running down my face. I remember her saying, um, you know, like, hello, like, hello, hello. She said, hello, like for a few times. Um, And then there was just this pause of silence. And I remember hearing myself, (laughs) like I'm I'm, I'm trying to get the words out. Like I I remember hearing myself crying and she said, "Um, I'm here. I'll be here until you're okay. And I'll still be here after you're okay. And she listened to me cry for what felt like hours, but in reality might've been, I don't know, 90 seconds, 60 seconds. I don't know. Um, But I felt safe again. And again, as I mentioned before, when you're grieving, your mental space is really loud and dark. And it's so hard to navigate Um, 
because you feel like you're by yourself. And it's just, again, you're, you're not really by yourself, but you feel like it. And you often can feel like a burden. But her listening to me cry in that moment, in those really early stages of grief, gave me permission to be brave with her in the future and other people. It sparked a braveness in my other relationships that I can't quite understand. It's also why I can freely talk about my mom and and how to grieve and, and the techniques of choosing gratitude over grief so easily because I was given permission early on to be brave in those feelings. And so if you can just set aside your own story Set aside your own grief if you're experiencing it. Set aside all of your own things and just listen to that person in those moments. I promise you it'll make the healing for them and for you a much better experience. And at the end of the day, in our ripe old ages, we are here to learn better wellness experiences. Number three is share your memories. When the door to share your story opens up, you will know. We often miss the very clear communication signs to share, but they sound like this. Do you understand how I feel? Have you ever felt this way? It's typically a very clear question to you. This is the time where you share your experiences. If you have your own happy or meaningful experience with the person that they are grieving, insert it now. You can also add to the conversation by providing any perspective that you have on grieving, what you've learned, what you're still learning, your mistakes. Show them that they are not the burden they perceive themselves to be and that they are indeed not alone. Number four is validate emotions. This is one of the strategies that I think we all need to invite into all of our relationships, friendships including. But because grieving can create feelings that make us so uncomfortable, like anger and guilt, uh, resentment and sadness, it's really important that we let people know that we accept them as they are without making any judgments. It might have been year two for me and I was telling my friend about how guilty I felt about one of the or the last argument that my mom and I had, we were, or I was making big ziti. And we got into a really heated argument about what ingredients to put in it, how to put them in, what order, all that, right? Um, But I replayed this fight in my mind a zillion times. Like I reenacted it over and over again, how it should have gone, what I could have said differently, how it could have gone better, just over and over again. And my friend said to me annoyingly at that, my gosh, you've got to let that go. Like your mom loved you. This is silly to hold on to. And while all of that might have been true, (laughs) it's very true. It just was not helpful or supportive in that moment. And it actually made me feel really bad. Like I felt horrible. On the flip side, if she had just said, or if she had just validated my experience, validated my feelings and said, I can understand why you're holding on to this, but your mom loved you and you have to let this go. That sounds way better. Like, don't that sound better? That sounds way better. It sounds caring. It sounds loving. It sounds like you're, you're, you're 
holding on to my feelings with care, like it sounds safe and brave. Like we really do have to, again, validate the emotions of the people that we love. It doesn't mean I got to coddle you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that you need to make sure people don't feel any sense of judgment when they share and open up to you. This holiday season, Everly Well can help you give more. By gifting an Everly Well at-home lab test, you're giving your loved ones more comfort, clarity, self-discovery, and the joy in well-being. Everly Well offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted physician-reviewed results. You can choose from tests including food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid, and so much more. So here's how it works. Everly Well ships your tests straight to your door with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Return the test to a CLIA certified lab with a prepaid shipping label. Then your physician reviewed results and insights are sent directly to your device in just days. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing. I did the sleep and stress tests and my God, Sis is not sleeping well. <laughs> but luckily, I have Everly Well to help me with making better choices. This holiday, give more of what matters with an Everly Well at home lab test. For our listeners, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at home lab test at everlywell.com slash ty. That's everlywell.com slash ty for 20% off your at home lab test. Everlywell.com slash TY. Number five, address secondary losses. On the very practical side, your friend might also be dealing with legal and financial issues related to their loss. Especially if the loss was unexpected, there might be insurance issues with paying for the funeral or just anything can arise. They will be grateful for someone to act as a sounding board or even to provide information or relevant resources that can result in a solution for them. Remember, try to take some of the burden off of your loved one. Number six, encourage self-care. The last thing I might be thinking about while I'm grieving is getting a massage or getting a pedicure, but we both know how extremely soothing these things can be. But someone who is grieving might forget to keep up with their own well-being. So if you're concerned, talk to them about their daily routines and then figure out how you can help and then help. Don't ask if you can help. Don't ask if they mind. Just help. Or if you don't feel comfortable, ask someone that they trust to intervene because not keeping up with their well-being is one of the biggest signs that someone is falling deep, deep into the dark side of grieving. So you want to kind of, I don't know, nip it in the butt. You, you want to catch it early enough so that it can be easily corrected, right? Like once they go down that spiral of, again, that deep, dark depression, it can be really hard for a friend to pull them up out of that. Number seven is one of those long-term strategies that I believe we should be implementing in every arena of our life, and that is honor your needs. 
death might trigger feelings about your own past experiences. Actually, let me try it again. Death will trigger feelings about your own past experiences. And as much as you care about your family and friends, you might need to step back if helping them is having an adverse effect on you. But remember, you have got to communicate this and just be honest with people. They might be disappointed. Actually, they're going to be disappointed. But ghosting can really ruin relationships. If you need language to use instead of ghosting somebody, listen to episode six. Ghosting is not an acceptable form of communication. Even if you have a good reason, I promise you there's lots of gems in there that will help you with how to deliver that daunting information without, again, ruining the relationship. Number eight, consider counseling or therapy. Hopefully you are already in therapy because everyone needs it, but talking with a professional or joining a group has helped many families through the grieving process. And it is completely okay for you and the BFF to be in therapy together, for you and the husband to be in therapy together. Letting your loved ones know that you are there every step of the way just feels so supportive. Like knowing that someone is available for me, my gosh. My last long-term strategy, um, again, also should be implemented in every arena of our life is to adjust your expectations. I say this about death often, and that is we have all been duped. I have a whole chapter dedicated to this in my book, Things I Wish I Knew Before My Mom Died, but we have all been duped about death. Death is not optional. Life teaches us to hold on to people like we own them. You know, we don't own people and death is a natural part of life. It is the one certainty that we all have and we all experienced. But because we've all been duped, this can be really, really, really hard for lots of us to accept. It's really hard for us to to accept that we don't own people, that we just experience them. And because of that, those experiences um, physically and but mentally will, will always be with us. So remember to be patient with your friends and your family and their unique need, their unique needs because we all grieve differently, but we all love, we all know what loss is. Um, so again, just be patient with them um, as they move throughout this journey. I hope that these strategies bring some relief to you and your loved ones. I know that supporting someone who is grieving can be a lot Um, and I, I wanted to give you these tools, uh, to make it easier on the griever or the bereaved, um, and the person offering support, uh, social support plays a major role in helping someone to move on after experiencing such a deep major loss and staying in touch with family and friends who are grieving can give them, you know, hope. Um, can bring them joy and clarity for, for the future. And ultimately it will bring you and that person even closer. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am 
incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting the podcast each week. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story to share, please consider joining our community. You can log on to patreon.com slash self-care IRL. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash self-care IRL. And if you enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, like we go together or something. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Sunday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on your IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me. I am at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening to me today. And until next time, toodles. Hey.